Hey, DMAC here, Dylan McDermott. I'm at sellcoinsboston.net. Um, we're in Boston. We're a coin shop. I've been collecting coins forever. I love coins. I know everything about coins. Coins are my life. I mean, I've been doing coins for over 20 years now. Um, the reason why I like coins is it's just like currency. I mean, it goes up and down with the gold coin, uh, the gold and silver prices. It um, goes up every year based on numismatic you know, how rare it is, the mintage, how many were made. Also, um, you know, it goes up if you get it graded and you get them in those shiny little holders from like PCGS or NGC. Um, those are the two companies I use. There's others, but I wouldn't mess with them. Do it right the first time. Um, I love coins. And when I'm in my pawn shop, I have a whole section on coins always. And whether you do coins or not, you know, have coins out for sale all the time. And write a little sign that says we buy coins. Because you'd be surprised. Because people inherit coin collections all the time. Sell them to me. Um, we meet privately. We have a private room out back. We can do quotes by text too. I mean, where do I start? This is going to be one of my favorite episodes because I love coins. I pay so high for coins because I buy so many. So you can take the aggressive approach like I do. If you want to um, text me for a quote, I can do that. So for example... Gold eagles, I pay 96% for. Gold rounds like maple leaves, Australian, I can't pronounce that word. Austrian, Mexican, 94%. Each country usually has a one ounce gold coin round that they produce. Sometimes it's premium, sometimes it's not. I usually just buy them at 94%, you know, sell them for 98 to 99%. I do have them in stock for like $10 over in my store at all times so if you want any gold rounds anytime bring them by buy some we pay cash too which is awesome uh, for coins um, like up to six ounces you know we pay cash for everything else after that's check um, if you want those high prices the 94 to 96 percent you have to come between when the gold is open so if it's open from um, 9 to 5, for example. You know, um, Monday through Friday, I can give you the higher price. Otherwise, I give 92 to 94% because I have to hold the risk for the weekend. Now, just like the pawn shop that that I run and I own, you have to... Um, it's about profit. It's about percentages. It's not about profit anymore. So I'm happy to make 2 3%. You know, if you come in and move my arm, twist my arm, I'll pay you more. Yeah, as long as I make some money, I'm happy. If it's $10 or $1,000, everybody keeps on moving in and out. It's very happy. Everybody's happy. Um, graded coins I love. 100-ounce silver bars I love. 999-round silver I love. American Eagles I love. I mean, these are so beautiful. You touch them, you feel them, they're heavy. It's like currency. There's no other feeling like it. You know what I'm saying? It's like a... You own stocks in your 401k or your, your retirement fund or in your individual accounts. You, you own stocks, but you can't touch them. Your money goes up, though. But like silver, you could have, you know, 20,000 ounces. And uh, and they'd be heavy. And, but you know at any time, you know, when you need money, you can just sell them. So usually they have rolls of 20 uh, American Eagle. We're going to use American Eagle 999 ounces. No, American Eagle 999 rounds. 
you can call it's called a monster box you can buy a monster box too um, they'll give you you know 500 ounces which is awesome and that's the way to do it you know they'll sell for about whatever 8500 to ten thousand dollars right around there it's a good way to store wealth <clears throat> I collect um, silver I sell silver I buy silver so you know if you're thinking about joining the coin industry and silver for example just buy one or two rounds a week you know you don't have to go all in it's fun gives an excuse to go down to the coin shop and buy some take some profits now, silver has upside uh, but it, it's never gone above $50 per ounce for example in 1980 um, the Hunt brothers cornered the market you know just google that story it was a manipulative story back in the 80s before they had you know the internet and silver went up to $50 an ounce and then it collapsed so a lot of people made money and then around 2011 it hit $50 an ounce again right around there but then it plummeted to where what, like $14.50 and now it's around $18.50 so in times of trouble silver and gold they go up so that's why I like collecting silver and gold that's why I like buying silver and gold and I sell silver and gold is because it's like it's a commodity so just like corn you know chicken beef silver gold palladium platinum rhodium these are precious metals right the last of, of the list and they go up and hold value or go down you can take profits at any time um, I love that you know when you when you have a Picasso painting and you need two million for it you know you, you put it in an auction house you have to wait six months to get paid a year to get paid you can check out my other um, podcast about artwork so we're in Boston, uh, sellpointsboston.net, bostonpawnbroker.com. We give uh, loans on silver. If you want to, you know, just have a store, your silver or gold, we can do that for you. We're fully licensed, bonded, and insured, and we only charge 3%, which is ridiculously low. So text this number, 617-821-6229, if you have any nice silver, gold coins, if you want to sell a collection. I'm going to throw in a couple nice stories for you. Uh, one in 2012 2011 when I was working I had thousands upon thousands of ounces of silver so I had a goal I said I'm gonna sell it at 50 bucks so I lived in this house in the North Shore Massachusetts and I you know ran a couple stores or I worked at a couple stores worked for a couple auction houses so I was going to coin shops buying silver buying flatware you know and I put it in my attic. I put flatware sets. I put bowls. I put coins. I put it all in my attic. And I said, when it hits 50, I'm going to sell. So the day came one day and it hit $50. I ran upstairs to get these boxes full. I called my wife. I said, listen, we need to sell this silver. It hit $50. And so we started getting all these, these boxes together, these coins and the silver, flatware, making a lot of noise, keeping the kids up. And by the time I was done packaging it, getting it ready to go to sell to the refinery, it dropped to 43 within like 24 hours. So the point of the story is this. I probably lost about $15,000, $20,000 because I was not ready. Okay? You have to be ready. You have to have a goal. You have to sell at that goal. Okay? There's no excuse. There's no excuse not to have a goal and sell it. So that's why I don't like silver too much. It's $50, $50 upside. It's never hit more than $50. Um, usually when the price um, in, 
inflationary prices make silver go up. For example, in 2011, 2012, when the United States was heading towards a recession, in 08, 09, excuse me, they kept on printing. So around 2011, it hit a pinnacle where it hit the $50 mark because of all the print, uh, printing from the presses, from quantitative easing, it was called. And the point of the story is this. When the government was reckless with the money, it, it correlates and it goes side by side with gold. So if gold is going up, silver will go. They're like brothers. It's like a little brother. So right now, gold is like 1600 bucks as of February 2020. So silver should be much higher. should be like $25. So, But right now, I think oil is only $50. So, you know, this, these statistics you can study to get an exit strategy. Gold has more upside, you know, $2,000. It's easier to move. You can have one ounce, you know, $1,600 compared to, you know, 100 ounces is approximately, you know, 80 to 90 ounces. I don't have a calculator in front of me. Is, you know, the equivalent of $1,600. Because silver is like, it's, it's between $1,750 and $1,850 right now. It goes up and down $0.30. Cents. Every other day it goes down $0.30. Cents, so... But just to give you an idea of coins, that was a cool story, you know, just have your stuff ready. Another cool story I have is a pawn, pawn story, it was four or five years ago, I was by myself, and this guy was taking some crazy profit on 90% silver. 90% silver are coins from USA from 1964 or before. Um, so what we do right now, silver's at $17.50 per ounce, we'll say. I give you $12 per dollar. So if you have 10 dimes, I pay you $12. You have four quarters, I pay you $12. And I sell them for like $12.50, you know, so I don't make that much off of them. But I buy so much of it that it enables me to turn a profit a million times rather than just once or twice and pay you $5 per dollar, four quarters or 10 dimes. So... The point of the story is this. There are key dates. So everybody loves those Morgan dollars or the peace dollars. And the Morgan dollars and peace dollars are those $1 coins that are worth like $14.50, $15 scrap right now if you were to melt them. But you're not going to melt them because they sell, you know, pretty well by themselves. The point of the story is this. The bottom line. There are key dates. So from those Morgans, you know, 1870s to... You know, I think they stopped making them in like, whatever, 1921. There's ones like 1893S, 1893, or any of the Carlson cities. Carlson cities, which are like 1878. On the back of them, there'll be a little mint mark from CC. Or 1893 on the back, if you flip it over, there'll be an S on the bottom. Now, there's very um, different conditions that, that you can find. So you can find... In 1878, Carlson City, uh, Carson City, excuse me, um, in beat up condition, that's been cleaned or it's been out of pocket and it's beat up, you can get for like 80 bucks, 90 dollars. But mint condition, graded, you know, we're talking thousands of dollars, like four or five thousand dollars graded in one of those PCGS slabs or NGC slabs. So the benefit of working with myself or any of my colleagues at um, sellcoinsboston.net or bostonpawnbroker.com is we go through them one by one and we won't just pay you scrap prices on all of them. If it's got a key date, we'll tell you we memorized them all. It takes us two seconds to go through. I have spent thousands upon, I'd say hundreds to thousands of hours 
you know, going through coins, learning coins, reading about coins, um, teaching about coins. And coins are the cream of the crop. If you're a pawn shop or jewelry store, I have a lot of dealers that listen to my podcast. Um, pawn Forum No Rules, I have a, a forum on Facebook about coins. If you're listening, you need to have and you need to incorporate coins. How do you do it? You know, follow these rules that I'm telling you or that I'm teaching you here. But, you know, follow, read up on it, get a, get a book, Coin World. You know, go to PCGS.com, go to their price guide and just poke around a little bit. So back to this story. So this guy comes in one day. He was selling me tons of 90% silver. And, you know, I spent probably like, whatever, hundreds of thousands of dollars with this guy. His father collected coins. Father. Father. That's Boston accent. Collected coins for years. And when he passed, he inherited the collection. So silver was kind of low. So I was only giving him like ten fifty or $10 per, per dollar at the time. But one day he brought in a collection of Morgan dollars. He had every single Morgan dollar, okay, in a book. Every single one. And at the time, I wasn't well-versed. It might have been four to six years ago. I don't know the exact date. Maybe seven years ago. But I was all in the beginning stages of just looking for Carson cities. So these, he had the whole collection. Every single one. Not even missing the 1893 S. Not even missing the 1893. And they were all gradable. What does that mean? Like... BU or better, meaning they were not cleaned, they were pretty much, you know, AU50 or more, meaning that they could be graded, and I wasn't thinking that day, I was by myself, I don't know if I was being cheap or whatever, but I came to, I didn't look up the other key dates, that's the honest truth, okay, and I didn't, I wasn't well versed, I admit it, okay, and I didn't have anybody to call, or I wasn't on the Facebook, I didn't have pawn form, no rules at the time. I have a, a pawn form no rules, if you if you all know. Every time I have a question about anything, I post a picture of it, and oh my gosh, within a minute and a half, two minutes, we have unbelievable dealers on there that will tell you how much they pay, what it's worth. It's unbelievable. There's 2,300 members. You have to join if you haven't joined. Spread the word. You know. But the point of the story is, I didn't have anybody there, all right? And this guy, I've already spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on his... 90% silver, you know, over a year or two, he was, he was coming in, taking profits. Alright, so he had this big book. I'm looking at the Carlson Cities. I'm doing math in my head. I come to like $5,500, $6,000. That's what I came That's why I thought it was an honest answer for this book. And I thought he was going to maybe meet me halfway or come down because we had done so much business. But he says, no, dude, I need ten grand for this whole book. And I go... Oh man, I can't do ten grand. You know, maybe if you come in tomorrow, uh, my coin guy will be here, Danny. So I take pictures of all the the book, all the books, all the key dates were there, all the condition was there, and it, they had eighteen ninety three there, and it would have graded at MS sixty two or MS sixty three. All right, this book had to have been, in retrospect, looking back, worth three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars. No joke. And I wasn't well-versed. I wasn't well... I, I wasn't educated. So what did I do? I said, come back tomorrow, please. He said, okay, all right, great. So then we're talking a little further, and, you know, I was telling him how to look him up and stuff like that, because I'm honest. I just, I don't care. I'm not trying to rip anybody off, right? So I tell him how to look it up and, and everything. Comes back the next day, awesome. Every single good coin was gone. Every single one. That 1893S that I found out later that night, I was salivating on, thinking I was going to get it for 10 G's. 
gone. Carlson City's gone. They said, what are, you, what are you doing with those coins? Why are they gone? I forget what his excuse was. The point of the story is this. I was not ready. I need to learn. You need to know when people come in what these coins are worth. What to pay. You need to have them in your head. You need to have, <clears throat> you know, you need to know what to look for. You can't just say, all right, Carson Cities is the one I need. Carlson City. So you don't. You, you can't. You can't just rely on your memory. You need to have people on in your corner. You need to have my number on speed dial. Just text me. Uh, I'll tell you anything, free of charge. That's how nice I am. I answer messages every day regarding how much this is worth, how much that is worth, because I'm a deal. I've been doing this 25 years. Actually, 27. Dang, getting old. So my father's an antique auctioneer. So. I've been doing antiques, collectibles, sports cards, thrift stores, consignment shops, antiques, artwork, coins, toys, oh my gosh, eBay, flea markets, antique shows ever since I was a little ute. So, now I am doing the big things, big dollars, big money, you know, the coins, the diamonds, the Rolexes. I'd rather spend 5000 on a Rolex and sell for 6000 get a thousand dollars profit on one watch rather than you know buying you know 500 dvds and waiting for them to sell all right so that's um that's two stories now i got for you so the third story is going to be like this hey what's going on this is uh story number three for the coin podcast uh, upon forming new rules, as you know, we pay highest in the state for gold and silver and diamonds. If you have anything to sell in your Massachusetts, hit me up. Or if you uh, you can text me for a quote if you're out of state, I, I provide a, a prepaid label. All right, listen, uh, pawn st- uh, coin story number three is this. I had a new employee, it was about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, and he was buying coins for me. He was like his second, third week that he, he was working, and um, the gentleman is still with me today but he didn't know much about coins and back in the day when you get a good deal or you'd get you know make some good profit we would give you a bonus so now um this employee is salary based so we just uh we give him uh it's very important to take care of your employees you know give them tips give them bonuses if they work hard you know anyways um the point of the story is this one guy came in he had a whole book full of coins and this is before the Sigma Verisign, I think it's called, the Sigma Tester. It was before that. Um, and he bought all these uh, silver dollars, trade dollars, and um, he bought them for about $1,800. I think he paid like full spot each for them. At the time, he didn't know what they were. But these coins were like $1,763, 1884 trade dollars. And this is before that wish.com. And this is when they were making fake currency and fake coins. So I can't emphasize the importance of buying the Sigma Tester. The Sigma Tester is for coins, and we use it as machinery as well um, to test customers' coins when we sell coins. So you know you're getting the real deal when you buy or sell from us. Sellcoinsboston.net. Listen, this machine is only like 700 bucks, and it tells you the composition. Um, through the technology, you know, the 90% silver is a real silver, you know. Other ways to do it is, you know, weigh it. So this new employee, you know, bought, buys these coins for $1,800. And I, and that's like so long ago, you know. And I didn't have that 
in place where over three hundred dollars you have to call me. So any transaction in my store, I have over three hundred dollars. I have someone call me to make sure it's legitimate. You know. Also, when someone is given three hundred dollars to a guest or a client, cash, I always count it, double count it. These are steps you should have. Everybody makes mistakes. Okay, so these coins. Back to it. So it was a book, and they were in the the coin holders. There was nine on each page, and there must have been like twenty pages or something like that. So he bought it. He texted me. He's like, "Oh, look what I bought!" And my first inkling, or uh, this is before everything, I almost you know died because I'm a big coin guy. So I knew exactly what they were. My heart was beating. I was going boom, 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 and um, I I go listen, you know. This is either worth $2 million or they're all fake. And so he goes, okay. So he's like, this guy, he was very naive. He's like, no, this guy's awesome, really nice guy. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I hope so. So next day I go to work, of course, they're all fake. They all weigh different prices, all different weights, excuse me. So um, we had the guy's ID and, of course, out-of-state ID. So first red flag is out-of-state ID. Okay, usually they're up to no good. Or they have a fake ID. I'm not always, but 99% of the time. So New Jersey ID. Um, gave him the cash. A couple weeks go by. Of course, the phone number's no good. The email's no good. So this this new kid is like, you know, really upset. He he's, he he wants to be a pawnbroker for the rest of his life. So, you know, he was like. You know, am I going to get fired going through his head? Because this is a big, hefty $1,800. But he didn't take him out of the plastic. He didn't weigh him. He just left it. And they all had description on the front of them. You know, in the white packaging from the coin, it said 1863 coins. You know, you know, unbelievable coins. All mint. It was a scam. A couple weeks go by, and we're still thinking about it. You know, we made a police report, all that. And um, this is before we were smart. This is before pawn form no rules. So you guys are lucky to have pawn form no rules. Or, you know, follow me on Instagram or YouTube. Um, follow me on these, uh, you know, on TikTok, Facebook. Because I, I teach you these scams and people do in the forum before it comes, you know, before you get scammed. So if you have any questions about coins, text me 24 hours a day. Um, Sellcoinsboston.net. And uh, my phone number, you can find it anywhere. Point of the story is, a couple weeks later, I was at an art dealer's. Uh, I was going to an art dealer at a retail store, giving an appraisal on some artwork. And the guy came in. I, I saw the same guy because I had it all on video. And I was like, oh my gosh, here he is. So he never met me, so I took his ID. And, of course there he was and I was I was you know salivating at the at the malt what do I do and of course he had the same story you know my grandfather died here I inherited this coin collection and I wanted my $1,800 that was a lot of money back to me back in the day and that's an expensive era so you know so I called the police boom on this guy because it was money federal money and um they came they arrested him <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, and then I remember Coin Week doing a lot of stories on it um, at the time where they were running and warning people about these fake coins. They were just starting, so they got a lot of coin dealers, a lot of gold dealers. This guy did get arrested. Did I ever get my money? No. The feds showed up because of um, 
the, the police department called the feds because it was currency. So that's the first time they've seen it. There was federal charges against this guy. So I read later on, up to, up on it, like three months later, and the guy got arrested in jail. And then he, he didn't show up for his court case, so he still got warrants. I don't know if it's been taken care of, but the point of the story is scams are everywhere for coins. you got to be careful. Just check them by the weight. If it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. And, uh, you know, I learned an $1,800 lesson where I never got my money back. And they took the fake coins on both occasions, you know, so they could, you know, evaluate them or whatnot. But the reason why I called the police is not to get, not to be vindictive. Well, it was money at first because I wanted to. But I wanted to make sure that this guy could stop it, you know. If this guy's creating crimes against my fellow coin brokers or my fellow pawnbrokers or fellow retail stores and jewelry, cash for gold, I wanted to get them off the streets because I, I hate seeing the good guys lose. Um, and uh, crime does not pay. All right, uh, last one. It was an interesting fact. We bought some coins off this lady. Uh, they were um, the $2.50 uh, Indian gold pieces. This is story four for the coins forum. Uh, for the coin uh, podcast. So listen, story four is this. Um, real quick, uh, one lady came in with a coin collection, grandfathers, uh, $2.50 um, Indians. Those are beautiful coins. The reason why I love coins so much and I'm so I'm so obsessed with coins and currency is because of the artwork on them, the artwork. The artwork is amazing on the dollars. If you um, see my videos on Pond Formula Rules, you'll see I do a lot of videos about, and YouTube, about uh, currency, and the artwork is phenomenal. You're going to get Lady Liberty, you're going to get Angels, you're going to get, you know, uh, Colonial Time people, I mean, uh, George Washington, unbelievable graphics, unbelievable condition, it's like a, a Mona Lisa to me, and the coins are no different, I mean, some of these coins you see, like my favorite coin is the one and a half ounce uh, Estados Unidos Mexicano gold. It's actually got like over an ounce and a half of gold. Um, so those are more money than the regular gold uh, ounces. So it's just a, something that holds money. It holds value. It's a transfer of ownership. It's like a stock a coin. That's why I love it. So these $2.50 Indian um, gold, they're so beautiful. Um, Native American, uh, you know, the heritage of the United States, um, the first settlers. I mean, it's beautiful, these coins. And, um, and the rarest one is a 1911D. And this was like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. This lady came in, sold me a collection for like $5,000. They were raw. That coin was in there. So, you know, it's a crapshoot. At the beginning, I didn't know really know what I was doing. But when you send them in to get graded you get the grades back and then you get to sell them so this i had a 1911 d um $2.50 gold eagle at the time i got it i got the uh the return as an ms60 meaning i sent it into ngc or pcgs those are the coin grading companies and i got a, a ms60 on a 1911 d $2.50 gold indian head gold coin and at the time, it was worth like fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars on PCGS.com, uh, where you check out the prices, the price guide. So it was worth fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars. And I ended up selling it. No one gets that money, but uh, I ended up selling. I didn't know any coin dealers on Facebook. We didn't have pawn form no rules. You didn't. You didn't have Dylan McDermott, DMAC paying ninety four, ninety six percent for gold at that time. So now you have some some people to deal with, you know. But um, I sold it for like eight or nine thousand dollars just that one coin the point of this story is you know all that i had the whole collection of the 
the $2.50 I got it. Every single one graded. Some of them came back cleaned. Some of them came back details, which means clean. Someone took a, you know, some soap to them or something, some residue. Some of them came back MS-63, MS-65, meaning the higher grades, beautiful shine. But I didn't know which ones to send in at the time, so I sent them all in. So now dealing with a coin dealer like myself or someone local, we can tell in two seconds this has been cleaned. Is it a key date? You know, just by your eyes, you'll learn which dates are good. So when you study, those are the goals you should have. You should know that the 1911 D, uh, dime is worth a lot of money. You should know a 1909 um, v, v, VSB or whatever it is, um, you know, penny, the, you know, steel pennies aren't worth anything 1943 bronze penny 1955 d penny double die you know you, you should know these by heart 1893s morgan dollar you know? and once you see those key dates and you see the condition you know when it's not you need to send them away to get graded you can't be playing make-believe it's a negotiation tactic on coin dealers. Coin dealers come up to you and they'll say, uh, it needs to be graded, I don't know what I'm going to get. So when you get them graded and you sell them to me or you sell them to someone else, you know what you're going to get. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You have to get them graded if it's a key date. Um, and if you need an option, uh, uh, an opinion, excuse me, on which coins to be graded, definitely hit me up. You know, send me a video via WhatsApp. And I'll tell you if that, that coin needs to be graded, should be graded, should it be slabbed. They call it should it be slabbed or should it be sold raw. Raw means just raw, raw. Sell it. But if you think a coin's valuable, the first thing you should do is secure it. Put it in a little plastic bag. Make sure it's not banging next to each other. You know, other coins. So the point of the story on that, let me finish the story on the $2.50 gold eagle. Uh, gold uh, Indian, excuse me. The $2.50 uh, gold Indian. Um, MS60. 1911d the point of the story is i looked at the value today and it went down to like four or five thousand dollars so in some some cases this 1911d ms60 went down significantly significantly um so i think it's just like artwork you know uh what's trending what's hot you know um, and, uh, so, you know, some coins go up, some coins go down, some coins are based on the gold, some coins are based on numismatic, but they have price swings, just like the stock market. But just buy stuff you like if you're going to collect. If you're flipping, it doesn't matter. My favorite, honestly, is those, are those $5 bills in the late 1800s that have Native American, uh, Indian chief on the back, on the front. Oh, man, they are so gorgeous with the buffaloes. Oh, my gosh. So they're... Way larger than a regular $1 bill or a $5 bill because I don't know why they had such huge currency back then. That should be a great question for the forum. Why? So it had great, great, beautiful green and buffaloes and Indian headdresses and unbelievable. Late 1800s. The, the, the artwork on their bills are amazing. So, so great to look at them. So that's my favorite, the $5.1899, 1890s uh, Indian Chief. It's not necessarily short print, but, man, it's beautiful. It's like artwork. All right, listen, um, any other questions, let me know. Uh, 617-821-6229. And uh, thank you for your time. And uh, subscribe, press the subscribe button. Hit us up on YouTube. Hit us up, hit us up on Facebook. And if you need free appraisal, just text me. I love what I do. And the pawn form's kicking bottom. And if you're in Boston um, and you want to sell coins, you know, text me 617-821-6229 or send it to me in the mail. Uh, we can agree on a price first. I'll pay for the label, okay? I hope you enjoyed this coins edition. Sell coins, Boston. Yay! Have a good day.